Hey everyone, welcome to Mastermind FM. My name is Mark from WP Mayor and WP RSS Aggregator. And today I'm here with Ben Pines from Elementor. Welcome, Ben. Hi there, Mark. It's great to have you here. Uh, today we're going to be discussing with Ben a bit about page builders and Elementor in particular. So, uh, Ben, can you give us a quick introduction to Elementor and the initial idea behind it? Well, uh, Elementor was uh, launched uh, on June last year. It was uh, under development for a year in our company. And the reason we developed it is because we found that there was not a good enough solution in WordPress for designing websites, designing landing pages and other pages. And we wanted something that was faster, that was with a great UI and that allowed you to design sophisticated and high-end designs in less time and with no coding. So it's all visual and live and there's no fuss. All right. So for those not familiar with what a page builder is, can you give us a quick introduction to what they do exactly? Well, basically, when you work with WordPress, you just uh, write the content and you don't get an interface to change and design your page. So if you think of other platforms like Wix or Squarespace, there you can design your entire uh, website. So you can add uh, you know, the widgets, the text, the image, and dis design it however you like, just like in Photoshop and other uh, graphical software. So we bring this power to WordPress. So you can design your entire website without dealing with so much CSS and coding and do it all intuitively. You see the design as you design it. So you don't design on the back end. You see it live and see the changes. And this way you can get a much more precise and fast workflow for designers, for newbies, for site owners, anyone who creates websites. All right, that's very good. So speaking for ourselves, we used to work with something like StudioPress where we'd find the theme and then we'd modify the code ourselves and make changes ourselves. So why should someone use a page builder over something like a theme from StudioPress um, if they want to build a basic site, for example? Well, the thing that uh, evolved until now, I would say the culture that evolved is that you pretty much have a theme for anything. That's what the user is used to. So if he wants I don't know, a, a hotel website, he goes and finds a theme for that and he gets everything fixed. He gets the header and the menu and everything is, is fixed and he can't change it. So basically what the page builder changes is that you can get to any design that you need and you can quickly turn from one type of design to another. You get all this flexibility without having to search for a specific theme that was pre-designed to fit your solution. This way, you can, as a designer, as a side owner, you can quickly use the same tool to create a wide variety of uh, websites. So one of the huge advantages of this that we see is when designing mobile pages. So if you get a theme that is, uh, the theme says it's 100% mobile responsive, right? That's what most uh, theme shows. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when you come to customize the website, you're going to change the text, you're going to change the images to fit your own business. Once you change it, you may lose all of the mobile responsiveness. So you have to go again into the code of the theme and change everything manually. And it's really not uh, easy and takes a lot, a lot of time. 
With Elementor, you get mobile editing tools. So you can log in, go to the mobile display and start editing things to make it you know, perfect responsive for your website. So that's just one example how a page builder has a lot of advantages when designing pages than a theme that is pre-built and has everything set in advance. Yeah, so basically it even allows a beginner to be able to customize their WordPress site to whatever they want. Well, it works on, all, on both levels. For the beginner, yeah, they can use a, a pre-made template and quickly customize it themselves. But uh, our tool is also for designers and freelancers. So if you want to make the website more advanced and include you know, gradient backgrounds and shape dividers, video backgrounds and uh, forms, and you can design pretty much every part of your website live. So I would say that the professional uh, freelancer and agency get as much benefit, if not more, because their entire workflow it becomes uh, faster. They can, and that's the feedback that we've been getting from our uh, pro users is that the time it takes them to complete a project is much less than before. And that was the goal when we started out. Very good. So looking at your current customers so far, how would you say developers compared to the more normal user for their own personal use? Do you see more developers using Elementor or is it more uh, individuals, freelancers? Well, we have a pretty wide range of audiences. I would say there are four main audiences and they, they vary. So we have, let's start with the newbies, someone who just wants to create their own website. Then you get marketers that need like a landing page or a website that uh, to, to give them conversions. Then you have the designer, the professional de designer, which are freelancers and agencies. And then you get the developers that can use the, the API to, we've been seeing a lot of add-ons and a lot of uh, plugins that are created to work with Elementor and even expand it further. All right, so speaking of this, uh, how easy is it for any developer to go in and modify the code for Elementor. So you say you build the site, you build the template, but you want a certain change to happen on the site and uh, it's not an option provided by Elementor or perhaps one of its uh, third-party add-ons, like you said. So how easy is it, is it for any developer to go in and understand the code to be able to modify it? There are two levels uh, that we can uh, speak to when we talk about customizing and changing things. So the developer can create uh, add-ons and plugins and uh, use the API that we've uh, released to further expand and uh, change the functionality of Elementor because it's, of course, open source and, uh, and people can uh, extend it. And we've seen some really creative and really useful uh, plugins in that department. And if you're, you don't want to create a whole plugin and just want the website to edit the website uh, yourself, uh, we also offer custom CSS uh, possibilities. So you can, from inside the page builder, the editor itself, you can uh, add your own CSS code and um, make, make some changes. And we've seen a lot of uh, pretty creative original uses for that as well. Yeah, and one more thing, we, we're also now working on expanding the API and making it even easier for people to extend and create their own widgets, their own uh, plugins. So we're working hard on it and we're, you're gonna see a lot of uh, changes and improvements in that department. All right, and this will all be uh, explained on your website, right? Yeah. Okay, 
So are there any limits to how far you can go with customizations or anything like that with Elementor or maybe with the API? Maybe one of the developers came to you telling you that it's limited in this certain way and they can't do something? Yeah, we're in constant communication uh, on GitHub with developers. Uh, so if they need any help, we, we're here to, to help them. But basically, there's no, no limitation. No. All right, very good. And it's good to see that you're, you're getting involved as well on GitHub with, with, with everyone who uh, contacts you as well. The sky's the limit, you know. <laughs> All right, so yeah. there's a, a bit of a concern that page builders are more for the beginners and uh, sometimes they can blow the website. How does Elementor address these, these issues and these concerns? You mean someone that's newbie can uh, ruin their website, something like that? Yeah, this, sometimes there's a, this feeling that page builders are only to be used by beginners who don't know how to code. Is that the case or do you see it as something for everyone? Well, I tell you, a large focus that we had since the launch was on the professional designer and uh, studios. So we try to give the most advanced tools like, uh, uh, you know, features that aren't there on any other alternative, you know, like box shadows and uh, advanced features to really make it easy for the designers work because uh, these are the most professional people to create websites. So I would recommend when you create a website with an Elementor, use a prototype. So our own developers use Photoshop and Sketch to sketch out the website they're planning or the template they're planning to create, and then quickly turn it into an Elementor template, uh, quickly design it uh, live. So it's much faster than, you know, cutting everything to PSDs and and, uh, and switching uh, a PSD to, to WordPress. The easiest way is actually to use Elementor. So that's on the level of the professional web designer. If you're a newbie, what I would suggest is that you use one of our templates. So we have over 100 templates already in our template library. With one click, you can in, uh, insert it in your page, have it full width. And that's the best way because the thing is when someone doesn't have any experience with design, most of the mistakes he will make is with the proper layout of the page and the right spacing, padding, so to avoid this, you use a template and then you can customize it however you want, change the colors, change the text and images, but you still get the basic grid and the basic alignment and spacing. So you're far more likely to reach a design, a page design that is that looks professional and looks great. So the newbies that have no experience in design that follow this method reach much higher results. All right, that's very good advice. And it's a very good idea to design it beforehand before actually getting to the live site itself. So with plugins such as Visual Composer, I remember having an issue myself that once you remove the plugin, it leaves a lot behind a lot of code on the page. You have no structure to do the content on the page. Everything is bloated. So how does Elementor address this? Yeah, so from the start, Elementor doesn't use a short code. So we've put a lot of emphasis. So when you close, when you deactivate the plugin or you go back to the WordPress editor, you still have your entire HTML of the page. So you don't lose any content and you can quickly revert to Elementor, to the editor, back to Elementor. 
you don't lose any uh, content and it's very easy and it's also because you don't use short codes it's also faster and uh, that's also an advantage that's very good okay so i mentioned visual composer and i know there's beaver builder and other page builders out there these all came before elementor was launched so why weren't you discouraged by the competition out there what what told you that it is worth a space worth going into the only reason is that we thought there was not viable solution that was up to par with the other platforms so if you see wordpress and you compare it to the solutions that were available uh, back then a year and a half ago then there's nothing that to compare and now i think um we offer a viable uh, competition and th this brings wordpress you know on the same uh, line with regards to design as it was with regards to ease of use and other advantages that wordpress had uh, before so we see it uh, really as a mission to not only to develop uh, the company but also uh, develop wordpress that's great that's very good to hear so your your idea is to better wordpress as a, an entire platform through the use of your plugin exactly yes so are you concerned at all with or perhaps you're happy with the introduction of gutenberg and the direction that's taking well currently we're happy about the, the direction it's going because it's, it's much needed uh, improvement in wordpress we still don't know you know there's a lot of question marks about how it will develop and how it will integrate but anyway it will integrate we will be there and uh, you know uh, give our own uh, support and feedback and help uh, integrate elementor into it all right so out of curiosity have you as as the developers behind the page builder like elementor been contacted by anyone from the wordpress community in any way about integration with gutenberg or anything like that yeah we've been in communication with the team but still it's it's still too early to to know exactly how this will be done all right. So it'll be interesting to follow that and to understand exactly how they're going to work together. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So let's get a bit to Elementor itself now from a business perspective. So Elementor has a free version on WordPress.org and it also has a premium version that adds a lot more functionality to the plugin. So what made you decide to opt for the free version or the freemium model with the free version and the premium extension? Mm -hmm. How did you decide on, on using a free version first and then premium? Well, again, this comes to, there were two decisions that uh, pushed us to create uh, a free version that was as expanded as we did. Because uh, if you compare, even currently, the, the free version, there's no other page builder or plugin that uh, comes close in terms of what it offers the, the user. So we really did that from two reasons. So the first reason I stated earlier is that we thought it was something that was missing from the basic WordPress use and that every WordPress user can use and utilize this to design pages at another level. And this is something that uh, like an announcement or a mission that uh, we, we put on ourselves. And the other reason was uh, marketing wise, as you stated there were a, lot, were a lot of alternatives that we have been around for a few years. And to, in order to uh, advance and get the marketing edge, we decided to 10x and release 
a really comprehensive uh, page builder that had everything you need to create the perfect website from mobile editing to a template library. So a lot of our free features uh, were even better than uh, the alternative paid versions. Right. So how did they decide what goes into the free version and what should be premium? So that was the basic idea at the start, like give it all away. Give everything a person needs to create a website. So the first six months, we didn't even have uh, the pro version released. The first six months of, uh, of Elementor. And then the whole idea of the pro version was to provide a professional tool. So you get everything you need to improve your workflow as a designer, as a freelancer. Uh, so if you're making money, if you're creating websites to make money into, if it's your profession, this will, uh, like the pro version, the idea was to 10x the, the, your abilities and your abilities to, to finish projects faster and better than before. So most of the pro versions, the, I mean, all of the pro versions, uh, the pro uh, widgets and features are really useful for, uh, you know, everyday workflow of, uh, of designers and freelancers. So you get things like forms and uh, designing your blog. So it's things you don't have to have for uh, the, the basic website. You know, you get a lot of, if you're a newbie, what you'll most likely create a website is like a website with four pages and a bit of content and images. So that's all covered uh, quite nicely with 28 uh, different widgets you could choose from on the free version. On the pro version, you get features like the, the forms and the menu, things that are slowly expanding to the entire website control. You can also, uh, you, you get a lot of pro templates. So that's, that's, that was the idea behind it, to give you the professional tools to uh, speed up your workflow. All right. So you mentioned for six months, you had the free version without the premium version. So given the investment you had to put into development during those six months and the investment in handling support and everything else, how were you supporting the, the, the business itself? You were running support, running development, everything. If you didn't have that source of income through a premium version. Well, I didn't say, state it at first, but we started out as a theme company. So that's the whole basis of why we created the, the page builder. Because as a theme company, we were faced with all the challenges that needed the, the page builder. So we had a, the theme company and we knew we had to go out to the market with a bang in order to create the community we need and the following that we need, we had to do it uh, correctly and we wanted to do it professionally. So that's why we've invested um, a lot of efforts and um, to, to, to do a proper launch and to gain enough audience. And I'm, I'm glad to say that a year and a half, I mean, it took us 11 months to reach 100,000 uh, active installs and then four more months to reach 200,000. Uh, and, you know, we're uh, pointing to the millions now. <laughs> that, that's, that's very impressive already. So that's very good to see. So you, in a way, you were lucky and when you were lucky, you were smart enough to have the team company support the development of something that's going to take your company even further. Yeah. And what's the name of the team company for our listeners? Uh, don't know. It's Pojo Themes. Pojo Themes. Okay. So yeah. we mentioned, I mentioned uh, the idea of support as well. 
So how big of a burden has support been since you launched Elementor? We get, I'd say, in the range of 100 uh, support tickets every day. I mean, it's something that uh, is, is crucial. People that buy a plugin want to need help and need the support. And it's something that we put uh, also a lot of f- emphasis and effort uh, in supplying the best quality. And I'm glad to say that uh, the feedback that we are getting is very positive. People are uh, very appreciative of how we, we do support. And uh, we have about five people that uh, work and uh, give excellent support. And it's, it's only growing and it's something that uh, we, we truly believe in. I mean, uh, also another way that has helped us a lot is uh, the Facebook group. Because uh, when we launched, it was, uh, you know, it took time to, to lift off. But now there are about, I think, almost 7,000 people in the Facebook group. And it's people helping each other. So this, this also helps with uh, uh, solving, you know, small issues and not, uh, not having every issue uh, go to support. All right. And what's the Facebook group's name? Elementor's Community. Very good. Okay, so I'll have a look at that as well myself. Yeah, yeah. Very helpful. All right, so, so that was a way of having a sort of public forum to handle a bit more of support. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, it works both ways because, you know, if a freelance there answers a support question, then uh, someone will ha- hire them. And it's, it's a really nice circle of, uh, of, of growing the community. And we, we are keeping, uh, keep working on it and uh, supporting it. That's good. Yeah, I was going to say you're building a community around, around Elementor. That's very nice to see. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So having 100 tickets a day is, is quite a big ask for something, a plugin that's still being developed and still growing. Is most of that support issues with perhaps bugs or is it feature requests? What's the most you see of? You know, there's uh, pre-sale questions and uh, People, it's it's really diverse. People asking how to do something, or they have a, a conflict with a certain uh, plugin or theme. So we try to uh, to fix it and uh, or release it. So uh, a lot of the latest releases we've done in the last month or a couple of months, we've done a release almost every week. So uh, these releases were in a large part influenced or you know, uh, drawn from user feedback. So people asking us for a testimonial carousel or animated text. So this got into the plugin. So that's a great way to, you know, generate growth hacking and uh, really integrating support and marketing and development uh, to create a better product than everyone uh, wants. So your development is mostly being driven by customer feedback right now. No, I wouldn't say that. It's uh, okay. No, <laughs> so so we have our own vision, and uh, we have a lot of things that uh, w- we want ourselves to develop. But uh, we try to, you know, fix issues or add uh, add features that uh, our users uh, like. So I th- I'd say it's a combination of uh, uh, of both because it's important to listen to your uh, audience. Yeah, that's very good. So earlier we mentioned uh, marketing and how you're using the WordPress plugin repo. Is there other, any other marketing channels that you're using besides the plugin repo itself for exposure? Yeah. 
Yeah, so from the start, we uh, put a lot of emphasis on our YouTube channel. So now we have 93 uh, YouTube videos, and these are tutorials and speed art and uh, you know the feature releases. And this has been a great way for us to reach the audience and um, explain and give tutorials and, and showcase all our uh, product. And uh, I really recommend that if you have a visual product or, uh, or service that you use YouTube because it's a great uh, marketing channel and it's, it's pretty, uh, it take, it, I mean, it's harder to create content for YouTube because you need the equipment and uh, you need to, the, the know-how it's uh, harder than, you know, writing a blog post, but it's, uh, it's much easier to deliver messages that will be received and will be understood. So we've had some, uh, because we have so many videos recently, we did a, an in-depth article and someone wrote in the comments, like, uh, we need this as a video <laughs> to properly uh, watch it, to properly understand it. So that's a, that's a huge uh, thing. We also have a, a large, uh, newsletter following so every time we release a feature release uh, you know on a weekly basis so we send it out and it's a great way also to get people to to know about it definitely okay so for youtube videos even for those listening if you don't have the equipment yourself there are actually services and those offering their own services to help you build these videos and in the future episode i'll hope to be discussing with one of these um service providers on how to create YouTube videos, they'll do it for you basically. And it avoids the need to have all the setup yourself and all the know-how yourself. Cool. You mentioned newsletter and YouTube videos. Do people find those directly or do they still come to your site or to the plugin repo and then be linked to the news, uh, newsletter sign up or YouTube videos? Uh, well, if you go to the Elementor's website and you download the plugin, then you can uh, join. You have also the option to join the, the newsletter and this is how, you, this is how uh, you mostly find out about it. And for YouTube, they just, uh, yeah, there are a lot of ways that they find it, you know, just search on YouTube and, and find uh, the channel. So uh, it, it usually doesn't come from, uh, from the repo. All right. Okay. So you have quite a few different channels leading to your plugin. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, very important. So given that you had the first six months without the premium version, and now you've introduced a premium version, and given that the free version of Elementor already offers quite a lot of features, how have the sales been for the premium version? Are they impacted at all by the fact that most of the features are, are for free? No, we haven't seen uh, any impact because uh, we've seen that the hardest part if you have a product is getting people to first use it. And once they use it as their main tool, then they're really appreciative. Uh, so we've gotten a lot of, you know, five-star uh, reviews on WordPress and every new feature, we get tons of people saying that, you know, we've changed the way they work. So once you get someone's uh, appreciation and, uh, you know, you, you enter their workflow, then it's very easy for them to to be curious about what you offer for the professional version. And then they just upgrade, you know, with a lot, not a lot of, uh, of, uh, of worry or hassle. And what's the pricing for the premium version right now? So we start at $49 for a single site. And then it's $99 for three sites and $199 for unlimited. 
And this includes uh, one year of support and updates. And when you renew, we get we offer a 50% uh, discount. Uh, so that's uh, that's our pricing. It's affordable for a freelancer working on his own. And it's also very affordable for any developer or any agency that's building multiple sites a year. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So let's talk a bit about the future of Elementor. What are the plans for the free version, for the premium add-ons? What's, what's coming next? So we are currently working on uh, inline editing. So you'll be able to edit uh, the text right on the screen. So this will be released hopefully pretty soon. And lately we've released uh, a menu feature. And this was really the most expected feature. I mean, we got tons of requests for it. And it took us pretty long time to develop it because we wanted to create something that was really unique. And I think we managed to do so. So now you can design your menu really from... If you think about it before that, it was really not possible to do without a lot of coding or without uh, looking for a hundred different uh, themes. So this opened up uh, an opportunity for us to expand the page builder beyond the content area. So you'll be seeing more of these expansions. So not only to edit uh, one landing page or homepage, but uh, your entire website. So this was introduced when we introduced Pro. One of the features was uh, the global templates and the global uh, widgets that enabled you to edit one template and have it affect across your site. So now we'll be seeing more functionality in that department. So designing more elements of your sites and uh, making the, the workflow uh, even, uh, even easier. Right. So basically, if someone designs a new menu with, with your new extension, they'll be able to use that across all the pages on their site and always keep a consistent design. Exactly. Now, so now they can do it with, by using, uh, if you have the themes hook, so some themes like uh, generate press, they have a hook and you can easily save the menu as a template and then get the short code and embed it in the header. So you can already do it, but we will introduce easier ways to, to do that and do a lot, a lot more things in that, uh, that direction. All right. So how is Elementor ideally used? Should you have a theme that you like and then modify it at Elementor? Or do you suggest some other theme or a framework of some sort where you can build up everything from scratch? Well, Elementor works with almost any theme. I mean, everything that is built correctly, Elementor will work perfectly with it. So this basically depends on the level of your skills. So if you're a newbie, I would suggest a theme that is uh, easy to use, that doesn't require a lot of skills to, to manage, like uh, something like GeneratePress. So there are a lot of themes like uh, GeneratePress, Hestia, like um, OceanWP. There are a few themes that, uh, that you can use, but if you have some skills and you want something even leaner and more basic, you can use a theme like a, that's called a, a starter theme, like site points uh, base theme uh, or underscores, and then you can you get you know the the theme doesn't have any weight and any influence, almost any weight and influence on your speed and and load, and then you can do everything with Elementor. So it depends on your preference and your uh, skill level. 
All right. And are there any plans for you guys to develop a theme of your own, perhaps? Something like a starter theme like this? Maybe in the future, but I think the the emphasis becomes less and less on which theme you use. So I think it's more likely that you'll just be able to use any theme and do everything inside Elementor, control your, your entire site. That's good. And I'm glad to hear about inline editing as well, because we're going to be using Elementor ourselves for our new website for our EDD bookings plugin. And inline editing is something I was going to ask you about, and you actually gave me the answer right away. So that's very good to hear. Yeah, yeah. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to let us know about Elementor? I think we covered uh, most of the important thing. Like uh, I, I invite people really to subscribe to the to the YouTube channel and to our newsletter, and uh, and try it. Of course, I mean it's free. You get almost uh, everything for free. So try it, and uh, you'll you'll fall in love, and uh, you won't believe how you manage to to work uh, to design websites uh, before that. Definitely. And I urge everyone to try it out. I've tried it out myself in the past few months and I'm very happy with it so far. So I don't think we've mentioned the, the website. What's your website? Elementor.com. Very good. Okay. So I urge everyone to visit Elementor.com and try out the plugin. Ben, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for being with us. Nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Mastermind.fm. If you liked what you heard in today's episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your feedback encourages us to keep producing the kind of content that you have come to rely on for your own entrepreneurial journey. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to cover on the show, send it to us through our website or via email at podcast at mastermind.fm or even connect with us on Twitter at mastermind.fm. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a fantastic week.